Welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal. And Renee. And hey, we're so excited to be with you today. We are in a different studio. We have been studio hopping lately, unfortunately, because our main studio that we've been using the last couple of years, the owner, what is that honking? Oh, it's outside. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, I thought it was your phone, like vibrating no. or something. Like, how are we hearing that That's so loud here? So this weird. is supposed to be a studio. Anyway, um, sorry, studio. guys. Speaking of studio hopping. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. So anyway, so our main studio that we absolutely loved called Podcast Suites, the owner got a job um, being a disc jockey in Florida, which, of course, that makes perfect sense. He would move to Florida and not, right. not be here to run this. But he did run it from Florida for like a year because he has this amazing guy that helped him. Uh-huh. And that amazing guy, John, opened this studio. So he's we came so to check nice. it out. He's so nice. And so, so was Mark. So we're just trying to make this work. Our last studio that we tried that was close to Podcast Suites didn't work at all. That was a fiasco. And uh, we could probably do a whole episode on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you know what was crazy about it is those two episodes. I mean, all of our episodes are important. Don't get me wrong. But those two were like so important. Mm-hmm. And this place had tons of five they had all five star google reviews we went in there with so much confidence it ended up being a mess and we had cheryl mccollum on to talk about natalie holloway and we had um and we had kathy kleiner rubin on to talk about her book about being a ted bundy survivor and if you haven't listened to that yet both those episodes are just prior to this one those people that were on all amazing and then um (laughs) So that was, we sweated that out big time and we, did. we ended up having to pay extra money just to get a decent copy. The place was a mess. So we're never going to go back there. We won't mention the name, but I'm saying all this to say, if you are in the Dallas area and you know, a really good podcasting studio, would you please DM us with the information? Cause as much as we love John, it's not like a really good location for us. So we're still kind of halfway shopping, even though we absolutely love the guy that runs this place. Yeah, he's great. So anyway, with all that being said, um, oh, hey, Renee, I finally used my iFloor. And and this sounds like a segue into a paid sponsorship. <laughs> I swear it's not. We're not getting paid. But Renee recommended I get this thing called an iFloor. And I don't know you guys out there if you've ever seen one of these. It's one of those machines that mops and vacuums at the same time. It's just freaking brilliant. It's so great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And and I've been, I used it this weekend. I told Mike, I was like, our floors look so bad and I just don't feel good. That was this weekend. And I went, oh, the iFloor. The iFloor. So I ran out into the kitchen <laughs> and I got it and I unplugged it from the charger and I zipped around and it was super fun. I suddenly had all this energy and I did the, all the hardwoods and then I went and th- did the kitchen and um, I put it back on the stand and I was like, yay, Renee. So here's what I think you should do is in our group drop the affiliate link at least you'll get some you deserve money for this because yeah. it's such a good product <laughs> <It was> great <laughs> so yeah we're not getting paid for this except maybe if renee can drop her affiliate amazon affiliate link yeah, maybe well, she'll get a couple of dollars <laughs> my daughter told me about that um i i've had mine now for oh so she told you about that she before? told me about i thought long, you told her okay. no she told me she just called me and said you gotta watch this video and so i watched it and i was like what is it you know like what and i watched it and i was like oh that's pretty cool so <laughs> i i ended up getting one i got mine before she did i ended up buying her and my other daughter one for christmas and they absolutely love them so i was telling you about it what, what has this been at least a year ago it's been more than a year ago yeah so crystal's like okay i'm gonna get one so she gets one and she just used it for the first time the other day <laughs> it has been in the dining room in the box all this time and we've been like watching it and 
leering at it. We were worried. We yeah. were, I don't know what we were scared of. It's yeah, fantastic. It's, it's so and it's great. really simple to use. Even it I is. can do it. You know, what's really satisfying is that container that you can see through where yes. all the dirty stuff goes. Yes. Well, you know, Patsy's not been feeling well. Yeah. My dog, she's, right. she's done a little pee pee poopy on the floor, which is not like her, but she's sick. So I'm not, yeah. you know, we're not upset, but that was another thing that I, even though obviously I cleaned that up immediately, it feels good to go over at the eye floor. Now, do you use the solution it came with? I do, but after I finished it, I just used my own concoction. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It says only use there, but you know, to me, it's. Well, whatever. I used it mostly with just water because Mike was like, that's going to leave a film. But I was like, it I really don't know. doesn't. See, I didn't think it did. It really doesn't, but you know, whatever. He has a phobia of films, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so. it's two steps, two things in one step. So it's amazing. Oh my gosh. It's beyond amazing. He loves it too. So yeah. we are big I4 fans. Thank you, Renee, for You're that welcome. great recommendation. And I guess before we get popping on this episode, we're going to read a um, five-star review we got. Guys, thank you so much for leaving reviews. It really helps. It helps promote the podcast. It helps get new people on who want to learn about Missy's case. And I'm talking about the Missy Beavers case or any other cases we're, mm -hmm. we're covering. And if you know of an unsolved case or a missing persons case you want us to, to cover, please contact us. Okay. So the five-star review says, best true crime podcast. Nice. Wow. Um, you two ladies are amazing. I love your commitment, determination, bravery, and dedication to the Missy Beavers case, as well as many others. I have learned so much from listening to your podcast. I can't get enough. Thank you for everything you've done to help bring justice to Missy. I pray whoever is responsible is held accountable soon. I believe it's only a matter of time. Keep doing what you do best. And she put a cute little hugging emoji on there. And her name or his name is man, M-A-N-D-Y with a number eight. So it's kind of like mandate. Uh -huh. That's cool. Oh, okay. So yes, that was a very recent review we got. And thank you so much. And if very you guys nice. listen to us on Spotify, if you don't mind giving us a five-star review on Spotify, that helps bump us up and helps people discover us. And, you know, we started off this podcast. Now we cover all kinds of cases, but we started off with, due to our passion for the Missy Beavers case, as many of you know, Renee, actually, my co-host, knew Missy Beavers personally. And so we got obsessed with this case and we've been talking about it for what, how many years now? I don't know. It feels like 10 or 12. But At least. I think seven and a half. Yeah. Eight. eight. Crazy. Yeah. Still going on. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Did you have any announcements or anything, Renee? No, uh, we did have our last uh, in-person meeting. Um, what was that last Thursday? Mm -hmm. And it was good. Um, so if you wanted to come to the next one, you didn't make this one, just let me know. Um, it's in our group or no, it's in our on our page on the event section. You mean Facebook page? Yes. The True the Crime Facebook. Rise Facebook page? Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So if you want to come to that, just let me know and I can let you know where it's at. And otherwise, I guess that's all we got. All right. Stay tuned. After this short, short break, we'll get right into the meat of this episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to True Crime Broads. We would also love to see you on our social media. We have an Instagram page called True Crime Broads. We also have a Facebook page called True Crime Broads. And then we also have a group which is called True Crime Broads, Missy Beaver's Case Discussion Group. And if you can, please uh, leave us a five-star review. We are needing some new ones. Yes, you can leave five stars on Spotify if you think we deserve it. And also on Apple, you can also leave five stars and leave a written review if you'd like to. So thanks again for listening to True Crime Broads. Yeah. True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. I said by my neck, 
Welcome back to True Crime Broads. All right, Renee, today we're talking about the things that surprised us the most about this case. And there's been so many twists and turns and surprises. We probably could do seven part series, but for today, we're going to hit some highlights. Absolutely. Um, The thing that surprised me, I guess this would be at the top of my list, would be that MPD turned away the Texas Rangers. Now, obviously, I wasn't there. I don't know the exact circumstances uh, behind them turning, you know, the Texas Rangers away. But um, I just don't understand it. To me, if, you know, they're reaching out or you had them come in to assist in whatever way they needed to, to me, it looks like this case is complicated enough because it's not solved, yeah. that you would welcome anyone to come in and assist you in any way they can. And I would imagine them being the Texas Rangers, being above police departments and such, mm-hmm. they would have other resources. They would have maybe even uh financial part of it, you know, covering. I don't know. I just can't imagine just why. Resources, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and for those of you listening that aren't from Texas, the Texas Rangers is actually like our tech, our state police. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool now, not to be confused with the Texas Rangers baseball game, who, by the way, just won the World Series. Amazing. That's amazing. A lot of the schools got out Friday for the. <laughs> I'm, I'm going way off topic here, <laughs> but they got out of school. Yeah. Um, my daughter got a half day off of work so they could go to the parade. Yeah. It's amazing. So, yes, we're so excited that the Texas Ranger won the World Series. But that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the Texas Rangers, the law enforcement for the state of Texas, who are, like, really amazing. And they solve murders all the time. And I agree with you. We did hear this in this. You know, we don't really categorize that as a rumor because we've heard it from people very close to the case Mm -hmm. that the uh, Texas Rangers were turned away. So we're sort of acting on that information as though it's true. If we hear otherwise, we will retract this whole segment. But we've heard it from very, very people very close to the case, very reliable sources. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they did uh, go and talk to a group of and I can't remember. I used to have it written down a group of investigators from different like Maybe some retired FBI, retired police detectives, you know, profile. Oh, and they went to Austin? Yeah. Yeah. They went and talked to them. I think they did that more than once, actually. Yeah. And they all collaborated, but they they didn't, nothing came from it, from what um, I believe the the, uh, comment from the police to one of the news um, people. But, you know, I just, I don't understand that. I think I would want to, you know, leave all my options open because at the end of the day, the most important thing is getting this person off the street. It's pretty weird that this has been so quiet, too. I know. And I think that was one of the points you were going to make. Sorry, I didn't mean to no. say it. But yeah, I thanks mean, for stealing my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm serious, though. It's like crickets. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. And I don't I don't get it. But I mean, we're not behind the scenes. We don't know what they're up to. They're they're probably, you know, doing doing they could thing. they could be on the brink of making an arrest yeah, for all which we would know. Be great. But Mm -hmm. anyway, that was just my top thing that surprised me. You know, I don't understand it. So let's segue into the next one. It was about MPD not updating. Was that one that you had? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they they um, they they haven't updated. From what I remember, I used to know the exact exact date. I think I said it once, but I believe it was sometime in 2021 is the last time they officially said anything. So I don't really understand that. I don't understand why they're not, you know, because people want to know, you know, anytime something like this happens, people want to know, hey, 
you know, we want, they want confirmation. Yes, we're working on it. Yes, we, you know, are, are constantly getting tips in and questioning and talking to people. But when there's silence, it makes, it gives the appearance as though nothing is happening. Yeah. And then people get, and we hear from those people. We do. They contact us. All the time. Why aren't the police doing anything? It's like, whoa, whoa, we don't know they're not doing anything. It's just been quiet. It's just the way it feels. It's the way it feels. Yeah. And it makes people uneasy. And and a lot of people are very fearful. Um, You know, yeah, local people. Absolutely. I will tell you this, this is an interesting story, but excuse me we um had that in-person meeting mm-hmm. and normally we have it at restaurants and so um like if if you know everybody walked out and left and i was still getting my stuff together it wouldn't be a big deal right uh because i'm at a restaurant there's other people and cars and lights well this was a little bit different this was at a uh, parks and recreation like meeting room and it had you know just like a, when you open the door it just leads to a street and mm-hmm. kind of desolate area i guess you could say so i made sure everybody knew before we leave here we're all leaving together okay well i can't hear the greatest i I just got to where i can't hear as good what's happening me mom are you losing your hearing it's just just stupid i shouldn't laugh i'm so rude go ahead but anyway yeah laugh laugh it's gonna happen to you just wait and see but uh, i see her taking off her glasses and putting on her readers so that's okay oh yeah you bet i am (laughs) we're twinsies on age so Mm -hmm. i can say that but anyway so i a couple of people said did you hear somebody jiggling the door? And I was like, no, I didn't hear anything. That's, <laughs> so that's so somebody creepy. was jiggling the door and there's like a little keypad and you have to put a, a, you know, a coat in anyway, they, they heard it happening. I was like, okay, I'm glad I brought my gun. First of all. And second of all, we're all walking out together. Yeah. Anyway, we don't know whatever what it what it was, but somebody was jiggling. Yeah, the door y'all were right. in there talking about a really creepy <laughs> murder case, and then someone jiggles the handle. Uh, y'all was probably so creepy. Y'all were probably up on the ceiling. <laughs> I was like, okay, they, we had there was one guy that came, so he walked out first. Very oh, nice. good. Took one for the team. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But hey, anyway. you know what? Piggybacking on what you just said about the police being quiet, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised that the media has been so quiet. <gasps> And I mean, nationwide, too, because this was a nationwide, actually worldwide story at first. Yep. You know, we were seeing reports. People people come to us um, that listen to our podcast, like in Australia and England and mm-hmm. stuff, and they'll say, we saw it on the news when it happened. Yep. So it did creep out into other continents. But the thing is, is um, I'm surprised that the media is not pushing more. Um, I understand that I think from the feedback we've heard from some local media is that MPD is just basically declining talking. Yeah. But it kind of still seems like they should be running a story. They they did for the anniversary. I mean, that when you did the tree planting, mm-hmm. yeah. people came. Media yeah. came. Well, it gave them something to talk about. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have gotten, they didn't have anything to talk about. Yeah. So we don't really know. that. Now, there was a show, I'm blanking out on it now, a couple of years ago where Carl Smith, the... Um, Chief of Police from the Midlothian Police Department kind of said a little blurb. So that was nice. Yeah. He seems like a nice person. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm really hopeful that we'll get some updates. It's not because we're super nosy and that we're dying to hear some little nugget that's salacious. It's just we're actually care about the case and hope that it's marching along in the right direction. Right. And, um, you know, so that's important to everyone. And we are somewhat local i mean you're local you're right there in ellis county i live north of dallas so i'm no longer super local but it's still 
I care about the people that I'm still friends with that live in Ellis County. And I know a lot of people that are worried about their own safety because, you know, a lot of people have said this is a targeted killing. So we're not worried about our safety. Mm-hmm. But even if it's 100% targeted toward Missy, this person's nuts. Well, yeah, they got mad about They're gonna something. They're going to get mad. Angry at, they could get that angry yeah. with somebody else. Right. And justified in their weird brains that they're going to go kill someone. Right. So that's that doesn't even really soothe me all that much that it was targeted. Because it's like, okay, no. well, who are they going to target next? Yeah. And then the weird thing is, is that there's a lot of, or I'll say a lot, I should say a few, the people that think it's untargeted. But I think the police would have been a lot more, you know, okay, everybody, we need to be cautious because I think it would be bad if it was untargeted and they weren't, you know, telling people to be careful and, you know. Because there's someone who likes to dress up and rob churches and if someone walks in, they're going to kill you. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really strange. No, every information that we've gotten from people close to the case indicates that it is targeted. Yeah. There's a few one-offs. There's people that claim to be close to the case that say it's untargeted. but It's kind of strange, but it seems like a lot of the... I don't say a lot, but the people that do think it's untargeted within a few people, it's men. That's so true. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Mostly for the most part. Now I know don't come at us. Cause we know there are some women that probably think it's untargeted, but yeah. the people that we hear from, yeah. it's, it's way skewed toward males. That's true. There was a, a, a man that came to our meeting. There was only one, there's usually always just one or two men, the rest are women, but there was one man, he came with his wife, really nice, really nice couple. And, um, and I played the video like I did when we were in Austin, mm-hmm. where it did a replay, the loop. Yes. Of the video. Renee was so smart. She brought her iPad and had the church surveillance video running on a loop at our display at that paranormal and true crime podcast convention yeah. in Austin, we went to in August. That was awesome. Yeah, that's what I did at this meeting. I haven't done that before. That's cool. And so we had a little bit more room there, not a little bit more, a lot more. And so I played it, and he said, "Well, see," he goes, "He said it's funny that you say that because I mentioned that." He goes, "Because I think it's untargeted." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." We just <laughs> kind of laugh. But anyway, um, but yeah, you would think because it they're, they say it's targeted because. They're not updating us and worried or whatever, but it still would be nice to hear from them. Yeah. For sure. Something that surprised me about this case, and I could probably do one episode on this, so I'm going to try to keep it short, but was um, there was an individual who was filmed by someone in the media at at um, Missy's memorial service at Creekside Church. Now, this is not her funeral. This was her memorial service that took place on the Wednesday early evening after she was killed. And there was a person who had requested to work security at her memorial service. It's the community memorial service. And he was filmed walking around the parking lot, you know, sauntering around doing his job of, you know, watching out. Mm -hmm. But he walked an awful lot like the perpetrator on the surveillance video. And somebody noticed that in the media and started filming him. Yeah, the and they, whole thing is him. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. they even zeroed in on his feet. Yeah. And a lot of you have probably seen that. If you haven't, we'll try to dig it up and post it for those of you who didn't see it the first time around. But it was so weird. And then we found out later, he has kind of a colorful past. We won't go into that. But let's just say that he used to be a police officer. And then at some point he was forced out of police work and switched over to being a, a, a security guard. And 
You remember this, Renee. I was hook, line, and sinker falling for this theory because I saw the way he walked, mm -hmm. and I was like, this guy's got tactical gear. And then when I read the search warrant, that was when I was really like, this is unreal. Right. Is when we saw the search warrant from December 2016 of the stuff that they, they actually full-blown searched this dude, okay? So this wasn't just in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, they searched his house. They took his car, his computers, and he admitted that he had tactical gear at his house. Um, the whole thing just looked so sketch. Like, I, I was really thinking, they might have found this person. Yeah. But what got me out of it was someone we know mm -hmm. happened to be behind him in line at, like, Petco or PetSmart and took a picture of him and sent it to us. And <laughs> this dude is enormous. Yes. He dwarfed everybody else in that store right. that you could see. You can totally tell when you look at it. Yeah, yeah. he's like, what, 6'4", yeah. 275? Like linebacker at the time. Yes, he like the abominable snowman. So there is no way that dude is the perp in the church because I can tell you that with confidence. Because when we, the first time you and I went to the church together, mm -hmm. we were on our way back from Crime Con, June of 2021. Mm -hmm. And Renee went and stood by the Dutch door. You know, the door where the perpetrator opens it and they jerk their the head back. Door, yeah. yeah. So I had Renee stand there and took pictures of her. Renee is five, two and a half. Mm -hmm. You were just about looked exactly like the perp. Yeah. And when you opened the Dutch door, it hit your belly right about the same place it hit the perp. So there's no way it's Bobby Wayne Henry. And yeah. Bobby, did I say his name yet? Bobby Wayne Henry is the guy that I was talking about just now. And he had a car that matched the car scene leaving the scene that morning. I mean, whoever wrote that search word affidavit, I forgot who wrote it now. I'll have to look, but more power to you because you, you made it sound like it was him. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure the judge was like, go for it. You yeah. go search him. Cause it sounds like it's him. So anyway, at the end of the day, it is not him because he is physically way too large. But that was a bizarre ride that we went on. I think you were kind of on board for a while as well. Yeah, I was. A lot of us were mm -hmm. because he just had so many peculiar things that were so many huge coincidences. And when people say, I don't believe in coincidences, I just want to say, hold up. Let's look at the Missy Beavers case. <laughs> There's a list of I'll them. show you about 50,000 coincidences. Yeah. And, and this little piece of the case it's so many coincidences. Yeah, it really is a lot. I, I mean, that episode we did, I think we we had to cut them off because there were so <laughs> we, many. There were so yeah, many. Yeah, we, we did. Have. We did an episode on all the coincidences mm -hmm. in this case, and we could have talked for days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was interesting. And it was weird how, from what I remember, people talking about he wasn't that tall. Of course, I wouldn't know. I don't know him. But then we saw that picture and we were like, He's yeah. far from that's, short. <laughs> that's what did it for me. I had it in my head that, you know, men, okay, women will fudge their weight and mm -hmm. men will fudge their height when right. they're filling out paperwork. Yeah. yeah that's Come just how it is. Oh, yeah. They, they all do it. I mean, I'm just saying we all do it. Yeah. That's just human nature. Yeah. Um, I put my goal weight down on paperweight, <laughs> on paperwork. I'm not putting my actual weight. Heck right. no. So, and men will fudge. They will tick up their height a little bit. Yeah. So I just thought, okay, his driver's license says 6'2", but what if he's really like 5'11 and a half and maybe over, he's kind of humped over now that he's older. So maybe he could be the perp. I was, you know, when you look at things through a certain lens, you just yes. try to make it fit because yeah. I was so convinced that everything else was perfect. Yeah. I was like this height thing, I've got to figure it out, but. When that person sent us that picture of him out in public, <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is very, very bizarre how it went on that way for quite a while. But 
So what else do we have that were surprises? There's so many. You know, uh, one of the things that I I thought was interesting, uh, and this surprises me, is I don't understand uh, why they don't release more footage. I don't understand why. They're, okay, so they, they talk about the perpetrator getting there at 10 till 3, uh, 10 till 4, 10 till 4. Well, they say that's when they first tripped the camera. Yeah. Those are motion-activated cameras. Right. They could have been there quite a while before that and just not been on camera. That's true. So, yeah. I mean, that's the first proof they have that someone was there is 350 because that's when the first camera tripped. But mm-hmm. there's been – because, you know, who knows how long it took her to break in. We have two minutes and 26 seconds of footage, and yeah. you would think there would be something else that they could Beneficial. release. I mean, they released more in the Delphi case. They released more in that, uh, what was the college, the Idaho 4? Yeah. You know, and, and it it seems to help. They got more, tips. They got more yeah. tips, and they were able to make an arrest in both of those cases, and I know that's just two, but that's two off the top of my head. I'm just saying... Yeah. I think we need more footage. Well, and also if they don't have more footage to show, they I wish they would tell us because I do remember Kevin Johnson, the who was the spokesperson at the time for MB, MPD, he kind of alluded to this. He said something like, this was the footage we had that where you could really make out the person. The rest yeah. of them are from a distance and not as good. So mm-hmm. if that's true, I guess that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I agree with you. If that person wandered around in there for that length of time, you'd think there'd be more than a couple of minutes worth. And also, well, we do know another thing that they told us right off the bat is that they were not going to release any part of the video with Missy in it. Right. Out of I respect for the family. I yeah. Totally get that. So we do know there is footage with her. But that's got to be short compared to the time they were there without her. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. And from what we understand, there's been a lot of debate about this over the years, but from what we've been able to figure out, understand is the they do not have the actual murder on camera. It's right. um it's so tempting to think that they do. And I used to think they probably did, but just from the amount of intel we've gotten, I'm pretty sure it's not on camera. Yeah. But hey, I'm open to anything, of course, because we don't know the truth, honestly. Right. But that's what we've kind of put together from looking at search warrant affidavits and yeah. stuff over the years and the CSI reports. And, and I never understood also why um I just accidentally slipped my shoe off and I didn't mean to. Um I never have understood either how SWFA, their cameras are so far up in the air that they don't have, they couldn't have looked back at their video to see when the car pulled in and when the car left and which way it went. And all are that. you talking about the Nissan Altima? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I'm the car about, from SWFA? I mean, from the church? I'm, yeah. The purrs, the killer. Yeah. Like pulled into the church and left. You know, the cameras from SWFA, I know it's a half mile, but it's so far up in the air that you wow, can clearly see over there. Yeah. And I never understood why they couldn't just oh my rewind their little cameras that's a and good look point. back at that. And yeah. Because they've made such a big issue about that Nissan Altima that may or may not be involved. But the small dark SUV that was reportedly that was reported to have been seen leaving the scene of the crime. That's an important car. I, I don't know if their cameras were just always recording or if, I mean, that would be a lot, but, or if they were, Oh, maybe you have to pull in the parking lot to trip the to camera. Trip Cause it was getting cars from way back there and they were driving through the rain. And yeah, I mean, it was just, true. I don't know. I just always, you wondered. know, that pouring down rain really worked in the perpetrator's favor. It unfortunately. Really yeah. Really and, then crazy. The, and then there's the camera across the street at the Firefly Gardens Yeah, that's facing right towards, I mean, I'm talking those Jeez. two driveways are completely right across from each other. So I always wondered why that didn't. Yeah, nobody talks about that. Yeah. It's interesting. 
That's a good question. That's never been mentioned um, that I know of. We we had to look it up to see what it was called. Yeah, we should see what we can find, find out. out yeah. Well, I mean, we I know we tried in the past, but yeah, maybe we should start well, a refresh. After, on maybe that. after some time passes, maybe people are more prone to talk. I I thought I had saw somewhere they were going to close, but who knows? And I think no. SWFA is gone, so. I can't, I couldn't believe that. I know. I thought they were a booming business. I know. Maybe that's they just wild. didn't like the location or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, but, uh, what else do we got? Um, I don't know. I think that's it. Oh yeah. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one other thing that I thought was interesting. So at the end of, okay. So when you're watching the video, you go on YouTube and you type, I always type in Midlothian Police, you know, just Midlothian Police, and then click on their actual YouTube channel. That's where the main, um, and I call it the main one, it's the last uh, video that they uh, released of that perpetrator walking around. It was like all the short videos they had put together. And so at, on that one, they had, they had the whole thing. And then at the end of it, at the very end, whenever the perpetrator is hitting the glass with the hammer and the glass is going on the floor, then it starts rolling kind of like the credits, you know, it's like, Hey, contact this number mm-hmm. if you have any information. And then at the end, it also talks about the Crime Stoppers number and that number's wrong. The number for Crime Stoppers yeah, or the MPD? Number, well, I don't think that MPD number, it's, it's an actual number for the police department, but they don't, they're not using that for tip calling so i think there's a different number but the crime stoppers of ellis county number is incorrect and i'm not understanding why they haven't fixed it yeah i wonder maybe they don't know how i mean well whoever did the video knows how so they well, need that's to, true that's they true need to, they need to go back and crop that can, out they can that literally out. just make a whole new video and put the new number uh-huh or, or, or maybe just put it in the title of the video yeah. and just say hey y'all Whoever put this in for us seven years ago put the wrong phone number. Yeah. yeah. You would think that would be extremely important. If you want to solve a case, you're going to put the right number. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, not that people don't make mistakes. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it can be fixed. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are surprising about this case. And um, we'll probably do a follow-up episode with some more. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are uh, frustrating. It, it just makes you wonder. I mean, I think, I think the biggest surprise of all is that Missy... Beavers could lose her life setting up a Camp Gladiator workout class for her her participants that come several times a week. Yes. And are loyal to her. And she's doing that to make extra money for her family. And she had transformed her body through working out and was sharing that with other people and was encouraging people. And you get murdered doing that by some freak dressed up like a freak. Waiting <laughs> Some for you, rest of like a freak. That's that's saying it mildly. You're right, Crystal. That's freak. just weird. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, this it, that's probably my the biggest surprise in this whole thing is that that is just, and and at a church, no less. Yeah, I mean, she must have just been so in her routine and felt so comfortable, and was just like, I've done this several times. You know, I've done it a couple times a week for a long time now, and I'm just unloading and. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, gosh. Who would, who would think someone was hiding in a church waiting to harm you? Yeah. And for those people who think it's untargeted, okay, that's still crazy that you could walk in on someone that decides at, at a split second's notice that they're going to murder you. Either way, that is just insane that you could lose your life doing something that routine and mm-hmm. mundane and normal. Yeah, in a, in a pretty much safe city. Where things like that don't typically happen. 
Right. right. Yeah. Especially very that. upsetting. And, and it's, um, you know, hard to just hard to let it go, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. People move to Midlothian to have a safe place to live. I've right. had people tell me that's why they mm-hmm. moved there. Yeah. It's yeah. Insane. Someplace, you know, and, and one other thing and I, I did it, I just, this just popped in my head. Uh, another thing that surprises me is that what are the odds? Um, and it sucks so much because from what I, I've understood is that a couple weeks before the murder, Missy's uh, Brandon, Missy's husband bought her a gun and, you know, was there something that happened that caused him to go, Oh man, you really need to have a gun on you. That's not, you know, good or whatever. Did something happen or, or was it just something like, you know what, you're out there by yourself. Let's get you a gun. Yeah, Maybe it had been bothering him like over time and he finally decided to do something about it. Or was there an incident? Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's something that hasn't been reported like that, that, Spooked them all. Yeah. So it would be interesting to know. Maybe that. she was already getting weird messages from people. Maybe. We do have confirmation from looking at um, search warrant affidavits and from what the police released to the media that she was getting disturbing messages that really didn't make sense. And they didn't, she didn't know who they were from. And they were quote unquote creepy and strange. You may remember that from the early reports. Who knows? Maybe she got something like that. Yeah. And that's what made them all go, oh, maybe you should have some protection. Yeah. You know what? I know I'm not in charge of this case, obviously, but if I were, I think I would release that information. Heard the message that she got. What it said? Yeah. I really knew. I mean, but I would, my goal would be to spark up more people to come forward, give them some, a little nugget of something to go, oh, okay. And then people start giving in, giving tips again because right. I would want the case to be solved. I wonder so. if that's holdback evidence, though. Like if they want to try Maybe. to get the perp, like something only the perp would know. Right. I don't know. Uh, who knows? I don't even know. We don't even know if they've ever been able to connect Connected, that to yeah. the murder, which I have a strong feeling. It, I mean. It's connected. Yeah. But some people think it's not. So who knows? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I just wonder. It's there's sad. A, there's a lot to wonder about after almost eight years. Oh, yeah. I know you think I've never in my life, obviously, I've never investigated a case like this either, but I never in my wildest dreams thought that it would be this complex. No, no. And we've said this before, but when you and I first started talking and combing over this case, we thought it was about to get solved. Oh, yeah. Remember we weren't that. signing up for eight years no, in a podcast. I, a and afterwards, people were like, there's there's an, an imminent arrest. Yeah. Oh, the first week there was, <laughs> and then yeah. we were like, okay, well, maybe it's going to take a month. Yeah. And then just one thing after another. And then another um, thing that surprises me about this case is there was a guy named Lyle Valentich, I think. And we had an episode on him recently. It's called Wait, They Cleared Someone. So if you want to go back and get the details on that, um, about what I'm about to talk about, you should listen to that episode because we kind of dive into it more. But that was another ex law enforcement officer. Actually, I think he was in the, as a, he was a Dallas Marshal at the time of Missy's murder, but he had been with the uh, tactical teams, like I think Kennedy PD and he somehow got his name out there and then police cleared him. But that was another one that kind of looked like a pretty decent candidate, even though I thought it was a woman. Um, He's really tall too. Yeah. I've landed on, From what I I've landed on it being a woman, but yeah. there've been these like kind of compelling candidates. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird. It's very weird. So 
Anyway, I guess that's all we have today. And we really thank you for listening to True Crime Broads. If you have any questions, concerns, please don't hesitate to DM us. We're on social media. We are primary. We need to get back on Twitter or X. Sorry, X. X. Sorry, Elon (laughs) Musk. It's X. But um, we need to get back on Twitter. But we are very active on Instagram under True Crime Broads. And we are pretty active on our our Facebook page called True Crime Broads. And then um, we have a discussion group. It's gotten kind of wild. There's like 5,800 people in there now. So (laughs) I don't even know what's happening in there anymore. But it's called Missy Beaver's True Crime Broads Podcast Discussion Group. Did I finally say it right? I think you did. It's a miracle. So anyway, if you want to hop in there and look at the chaos, we're there. And so, um, yeah, any suggestions, any ideas for new episodes we're open to? You can imagine after talking about the Missy Beaver's case for seven and a half years, we're running, well, podcasting since 2020, early 2020, we're running out of things to say without any updates from law enforcement. So if you have anything you want us to cover on the case, please let us know. And we also, like I said, at the top of the episode we would love suggestions for other cases and if anyone you know heaven forbid is missing or if there's any case close to your heart please let us know we would love to cover it for you yeah and also uh, don't forget to leave us if you love our podcast don't leave it forget to leave us five-star review on apple or spotify yes and thank you most of all for taking time out of your day to listen to renee and me on true crime broads have a great day Hey, y'all. As you know, my co-host Renee has a company called Southern Comfort and More, and I'm actually currently having a sheets party for her. She sells sheets and the most amazing, big, cozy, thick, soft blankets you've ever seen in your life. And if you need anything like that, please order from her. She runs a really good business. She'll have it shipped to you to wherever you are in the United States. So hop on to her Facebook page. It's called Southern Comfort and More. Or um, I guess they could just get with you on on True Crime Broads yeah, as well. And then you pay, can, yeah, they could just message me. Yeah. However, well, thank you for saying that. Of course. Yeah, I, I just thought, gifts. you know, we really don't have a lot of sponsors. We've yeah. got a few, we've got a few commercials, which we greatly appreciate, but we don't have any like sponsors that have come to us or that we've retrieved out in the world so i thought why wouldn't we just promote your business it's amazing so that would really help renee out she's a small business owner and shop small you know hashtag shop small right and with christmas coming up and hanukkah um new year's there's all kinds of reasons that you should fill your home and warm your home up with these amazing blankets. So right. go go check out her well, listings. Thank you for saying that. Oh yeah, she's got really cool pictures on Southern Comfort and More Facebook page. Yeah, you so. can find it on my profile. And also, while we're talking about that, I'll go ahead and tell everybody about Crystal. She's an amazing <laughs> real estate agent. <laughs> she's laughing, but she—I've never seen anybody work so hard for her her clients oh, in my that's life. So, nice. so I wasn't you, expecting you to say anything yeah. about me. <laughs> I was just jumping on here to talk about you. Yeah, that's so you. nice. Well, thank if you, you anybody is in the market please contact her because she does an amazing job she's helped me uh many times on just just looking at places rentals whatever so yeah check her out call her up if you need her so nice thank you there for you well that's awesome and don't forget southern comfort and more Renee will take good care of you. You can also Zell her, Venmo her. It's super easy. And then she'll ship immediately. She ships so fast. Yeah. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Yeah, let's go. Where you from? What? I mean, yeah. Let's go. Huh? Ooh. I said, put my neck, let it shine, let it shine. Yeah, she gon' hit my line. I decline, I decline. Yeah, shine be the best, I'm the fine.
Let it shine, yeah She gon' hit my line, I decline, I decline